Flavour Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavour Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, back in action, looking super fly, super smooth, international man of mystery, Randy. Everything like you're looking very tight today. You've got a nice sheen to the skin. It looks like you've got some sun, even though there isn't any. You, got you know, the hat I'm so going. glad you noticed, man. Thank you so much. The 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 sheen to the skin. It's moisture, man. I've been drinking more water. Uh, I've really increased my water intake. Lowered my my milk. Oh shoot, we're on the show. Yeah, uh, hey, yeah. Rob, great to see you. <laughs> I, it's it's just water. I haven't peed in three days. Um, <laughs> That's that's a problem. If if that's going, you should call somebody. Uh, how's everything going, man? How are you doing? Fan freaking tastic. As you said, it's a it's a little chilly. Uh, I thankfully it's a little bit warmer here in my studio uh, than it is outside. So I, I was able to go sans long sleeves, which I enjoy because the cigar that I'm smoking tonight, Robbie Raz, kind of dictated that I had to wear all white. Uh, I know this oh, isn't quite white, but fancy. this is my favorite Stetson Fedora. So I so I, I I like pairing that with my uh with my linens in general. But uh but things are are well. To be honest, getting ready for the show, I was trying to rem- think like what happened last week, and I couldn't remember why I wasn't on the show last week. We canceled it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's Dude. because it's because Jordan wasn't feeling well, and uh, Jordan is still on the mend. We'll just send it back to Colorado here in a moment. And we found out this morning that uh, you had not uh, purchased the pairing. So that's why you couldn't be on the show. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You weren't supposed to share that with anybody. I was just showing you. So I'm, so I'm in my local beverages and more. It's a, a big box store, uh, liquor store here on the West Coast. And they had every cut water flavor under the moon except for the Mai Tai. I kid you not. There was 17 different flavored uh, ready to drink cocktails by Cutwater. The only one that they didn't have was the Mai Tai. So I shared that photo. It wasn't supposed to come out that I waited the last minute. <laughs> was totally to, unprepared. To no, they didn't even have a space for it. No, they don't like, even it carry it. It wasn't like there was. It was sold out. Like they just didn't have it. Super weird, right? Yeah. It, what's funny is because I, uh, you know, as as we'll talk a little bit, you know, I, I, um, I track, uh, you know, national. Uh, cocktail brands uh, now in general for work. And the Mai Tai is like the third bestseller for Cutwater. They had the White Russian in stock. They had the Vodka Mule. They had like the ninth and tenth priority skew in that set, but not the third. It was weird. What are the top two? Uh, Margarita and Vodka Soda. Oh, that makes sense. Where's the Bloody Mary fit in that? Probably halfway through? Somewhere. five. Yeah, that's a good one, one of my favorites. You called it out uh, on the last show, um, and and I think you nailed it. And it's funny because I don't think you and I, I don't know why this is bothering me tonight. Um, uh, you and I have never actually discussed it, but um, other than spice, which is one of the key elements that people really like uh, focus on with the Bloody Mary, the texture 
Oh, yeah. It's such a huge part of it. And and the biggest, the most common, you know, as, as we haven't even started the show yet, um, but as we're going to be talking about, we're talking about, you know, pre-mixed cocktails on this segment of Flavor Odyssey. And uh, in, in my opinion, what I see the most, what people go to so frequently is that Zing Zang uh, Bloody Mary mix. I have uh, like a six pack of them in there. Oh, okay. So that stuff's garbage. And, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> it, That's it, why there's still a six-pack sitting in there. For sure, sure. I, well, it's funny to me because, like, the packaging doesn't even call out, like, cocktail moment. Like, you know, we'll it talk about it. It looks like an energy cake. drink, actually. It looks like an energy drink. It's, it's got, like, a, a lightning bolt on it or something. Right. It's somewhere between, I was going to say, an energy drink and maybe, like, like an insect bug spray. <laughs> like, it's, it's something like that. Yeah, you see the, the roach on its back with, like, the smoke coming up from it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a good but point. But it's super watery. You're yeah. mixing this stuff with vodka, folks. You, you know, I, I mean, you're you're not gonna get a chance to get uh, that texture if you're not making your your Bloody Mary from scratch using tomato juice, V8. I know is a real common one that that people lean on for uh, for the um, Bloody Marys. I just realized I'm using my screens all wrong. I'm all I'm all wonky tonight. I apologize. It's all right. Now that we got all that out of the way, though, uh, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, if you're watching live on Facebook, let everybody know uh, what you'd like to do in your spare time and listen to a couple of weirdos like us. Speaking of some weirdos, what's going on in uh, in Denver these days, boys? How's everything going? There's no boys. Just boys. Me. That's right. It's just you. Just well, we got uh, actually we got audience. Well, we got a little audience yeah. participation. There it is. Matt. Matt Chu in the house. He's got no mic, but he did make the drinks, and um, uh, we didn't we didn't know ours came out no ice. That's just how it came out. I don't know. Now it sort of just seems weird. It looks like I'm drinking like a giant cup of wine, or maybe like a golden <laughs> lager or something. Yeah, I like how you said he made the drinks, which means that he <laughs> popped, popped the top Well, you'd one expect out like maybe this. some ice came out with with the drink. I don't know. You know, just pours out and yeah. out out of the can. Cubes. Yeah, you, maybe. I, I just yeah. gotta ask. Throw Jordan, a few cubes in there. There was ice cubes in the can. Couldn't they throw a few cubes in there? Come on. It's, it's not that, a bad is idea. Is that asking too much? It's a it terrible idea, and it's asking way too much. <laughs> it, it might be. So might be. Uh, I had COVID the last couple weeks, boys, and uh, oh boy. it sucks. Turns out this COVID thing sucks. Uh, <laughs> can't taste or smell. I'm, I'm mostly out of it now. Um can't taste or smell still, and it's it's the worst thing in the whole world. It's so boring. Yeah, I'm well. Like I, I could deal I with like you know you. like I'm being super sick and like uh, so so tired that I you know I fall asleep for like three hours every fifteen minutes. That's fine, but like leave me my taste so I can enjoy a bourbon in between. There, come on. Yeah, I'm, it sounds I'm, it sounds terrible. Have 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 you had some bourbon anyway? Even though you oh, can't yeah. taste it. Yeah. Yeah, See if I could, like, you know, well, maybe well, jog so my gonna, jog it back ask. into action somehow, you know? <laughs> Shock your system back Let's to working. Go. Yeah, I love like, that. Oh, that's familiar. I, I know that. It. No. I'm smoking with well, you guys, well, so though. Uh, it's weird smoking when you can't. It's weird, like, when you have a cold, you know, it makes sense because, like, your sinuses are all clogged up. You're like, okay. But when you can, like, fully breathe and everything, and it's just like, nope, that's that part of your body's just shut off. There's some switch that's just turned off. And smoking is so weird. It's like, I don't even know yeah. that there's like smoke, you know, like I can't tell what's good. There's, n there's nothing to tell my body that I've just puffed on this, you know? I don't know. So, so you're not smoking. What Are you smoking anything good? It's a Herrera Stilly. I mean, that's a oh. good cigar. I it smoked, like uh, a, Randy, it's, it seems like a waste. 
I smoked the oh, Lonsdale size, the 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 Holy Grail of uh, Underground Ten a little bit ago. Just maybe that would jog the system. Didn't. Couldn't taste that. Didn't. <laughs> All right, so you're so useless. Anyway. To, yeah. To the, to, so we'll uh, see you later. Yeah, I'm out of here. Show tonight. So, uh, yeah, thanks for checking in. No ice, uh, can't taste anything. This guy's bringing yeah. nothing to the table. Uh, well, you know what? It, it might just be for the best, Robbie, because uh, I have a ton to say. Uh, sure I got do. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, it, you know, as as you know, you've inferred, and I've mentioned before, you know, uh, ready to drink cocktails is something that uh, is something that I'm really um, focused on for work right now. And uh, uh, before so I'm excited we get to into have this that, conversation. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, yeah, I, just, I, I didn't want you to get I wasn't gonna go fully into rolling. Uh, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 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 as such, you know, and, and I want to just shoot this out to the audience. Super more curious than normal always interested in what you guys think about the pairings what you're pairing with what you think is working what isn't working um i'm even hyper focused on that tonight so please uh comment you know let us know what what you're pairing did you find the mai tai no chad to chad looked all over uh west virginia or wherever it is he lives and uh and, you know there's only three stores so i can't imagine it was that hard to to, to look but uh but let us know if you found it, you know, you know uh, and, uh, and and what you guys ended up pairing with. And, uh, and yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the conversation tonight. Yeah, I will say, uh, yeah, definitely. Please share what your pairings are. I am curious to see how many folks were able to get their hands on it. Uh, when I was visiting with my, uh, my in-laws out in Virginia, just uh, Virginia, North Carolina border, when Dana caught that monstrous alien fish, 50-pound uh, catfish, uh, I was looking for the cutwater uh, – Bloody Mary, because my father-in-law is a big Bloody Mary guy, and he yep. he makes some really good ones. But sometimes he'll just like when we went fishing that day, he just kind of mailed it in, and we had some. They they weren't the, his best work. Uh, when he's really focused, I mean, he's the guy. He's got the cheeseburger on top. He gets a slice of pizza in there. I mean, nice. they're 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 legit. And so I thought he would get a kick out of these, and I thought he would enjoy them. And we went to <clears throat> all three stores. We went to three different ABC stores, and it's it's different over there. I wasn't sure if this would be in an ABC store or if it would be at a grocery store because the grocery stores have beer. It turns out that they do have uh, RTDs. We'll we'll stick with the uh, the terminology. We'll we'll stay uh, uh, in sync here, Randy. We'll we'll uh, uh, synergize and and make sure that we uh, stick with RTDs. Uh, they nice. do have those in the store, but they also had them in the ABC stores, and we did actually find them. Um, I don't remember if they had the tiki rum, but I only saw them in one place. So I don't know if they're, I mean, I think they're pretty well nationally distributed, but uh, maybe harder to find as Randy so found at uh, his BevMo today. But uh, just to reiterate, we are drinking the tiki rum Mai Tai from Cutwater. Uh, Cutwater also makes, um, I think it's the, the Bali High is the rum that they, they make a rum that is That's also... Correct. Available, and I think it's the same rum, obviously, that they would use in here. Uh, this checks in at 12.5% uh, ABV. Uh, Mai Tai made with Cutwater Bali High Rum. There you go. Uh, Cutwater Barrel Aged Rum. Oh, they've got two. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, some, blend. and some natural flavors in there. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so very interesting. We figured now that it's freaking cold out and it's raining outside, let's have a tropical drink and uh, put a bunch of ice in it so we can cool off. Uh, this I is am. What, this is what we call aspirational living, Robbie. Okay, oh. you know we 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 we're by by doing this, we're kind we're of transporting ourselves, ourselves yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Projecting. I like that. We're projecting ourselves to a more tropical place. You know, I see myself kind of hanging out under a palm tree this afternoon. Let's just say, say you know, yeah. it's the middle of the day. I don't know. Maybe I've got flip flops on. I'm not sure. Maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about. Uh, we were while we're transporting ourselves to a different astral plane. Um, yeah. I am a pairing with the uh, you can't read that at all. Fantastic L40, a Liga Privada oh. L40 uh, from our good friends at uh, and show sponsor. Thanks, guys uh, of the uh, from Drew Estate Liga Privada L40. Randy, I don't even know what you're smoking. You said something about. You have to wear all white. I mean, you're smoking Davidoff. Is that what's is that what's going on here? Or is, I don't know what's happening. Well, actually, I have, I have a couple of things to say. So I'll start with what I'm smoking, <laughs> and and it is the Arturo Fuente Arturo. Don Carlos. Mm. Arturo Fuente Don Carlos. One of my one of the things that drew me to the cigar industry is pictures of Arturo Fuente Jr. always draped in white linens, hanging out in the tobacco fields. Um, this is actually softly when you talk about cigar sizes that he enjoys <laughs> shedding just a single tear. A more than a single tear when I when I tell him about him. But this is uh this is a uh, this is a special release. Uh, the, the, this is the personal reserve release that came out um, came out from uh, I believe it was for done for famous. Eh, maybe it wasn't a store exclusive, but it, but it, but it was a, a special release. It's Kind of like a little bit narrower robusto, um, but I, I did have a correction because I smoked this cigar. We talked about this uh, two weeks ago. Uh, for those that don't know and didn't notice, Robbie Raz and I uh, actually um, did a spot mm. on another cigar show uh, in the interim since our last show. Uh, we we were on um, El Oso Fumar takes with Bear Duplissy, and he called us out. And and I and I had to go back and correct myself because he was right. No one mentioned it during the show. In the show last week, I said two weeks ago when we were smoking the Nojito uh, that I chose what I chose based on Robbie Raz smoking a Cameroon. But then if you paid attention during the show, Robbie Raz actually smoked an Opus X, which everybody knows is a Dominican-grown um, Rosado Dominican, uh, you know, uh, Corojo, thank you. And so I just wanted to set the story straight. We all know what the rapper was on that, but but up to the show all week long, Robbie Raz had told us he was gonna smoke the Don Carlos. And so when I made my selection, it was based on the fact that he was gonna smoke a Cameroon. And at the very last second, as Robbie Raz does, he pulled a a a, 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 a quick little uh, audible <laughs> and switched over to the Opus X. So what I said was accurate. I made my selection based on knowing he was going to smoke a Cameroon. That he didn't actually smoke a Cameroon was not my fault. So I just want to—I just want to—I didn't catch that live. Straight. Well, no, that nope. was the thing. That was the thing that Bear was. Nobody caught. None of us caught it. Up. Yeah, no one caught it. I maybe I, I maybe I was like, mm, it's not worth mentioning. Maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't even. It's I, I rarely listen to what Randy has to say most Fair. of the time because I'm. Fair. you know, Working forward to what what we're going to talk about next, and I'm just waiting for him to stop chattering. Usually, just kidding. Uh, no, I, I didn't even catch to catch on to it. Oh, you got to be kidding! But I don't even think he did that on the show. I think he did that. That was a post game comment. Now that you that, guys have mentioned correct. your cigars, I'm throwing up the polls so everybody knows. Yeah, get the, oh. get those polls out there. L40 versus Don. I, I actually I think these are pretty good picks. 
Uh, Randy, yours might be a little bit better. Your pairing might be a little bit better than mine, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I wanted to go uh, with something on the richer side because uh, there is <clears throat> there's that tropical kind of sweetness here. And I'm, I'm now that I'm tasting this, I'm getting a, a kind of a coconutty flavor that I wasn't really getting from it before. But uh, there's a richness and a sweetness to this beverage. I wanted something that had a richness and a body that would maybe match it. Not, I didn't want to drown the drink out at all. Uh, but I also wanted something that had a little hint of spice. And these L40s, for me, have a little bit of that red pepper spice on the retrohale. Not a ton, but just enough to kind of get your attention, tap you on the shoulder, remind you that it's there. Uh, that's and that's the feeling that I was going for. I thought that would make a nice pairing here. Um, <clears throat> you want to give a little bit of insight as to how you arrived at your Don Carlos, and then we'll jump into RTDs. Yeah, so as, as Robbie was saying, uh, the Cutwater Tiki Rum Mai Tai is actually made with two different Cutwater uh, rums. They make a uh, Bali High Tiki Rum, which is actually a pineapple-flavored rum. So there's pineapple flavoring already in the rum. Uh, that would be too much pineapple, so they actually they cut it. They do one shot of the Bali High pineapple rum and then one shot of their straight barrel-aged rum. Um to kind of cut down and then they layer pineapple and coconut natural flavorings on top of that. Uh, so, so this, uh, this cocktail as we'll talk about, um, has pineapple and coconut flavor in it. Uh, you know, doing some research, looking at the best flavor combinations for pineapple specifically, you find almond, you find caramel, you find honey, you find cinnamon and you find ginger. Well, when I think of all those flavor descriptors, I think of a Don Carlos Cameroon wrapped Arturo Fuente masterpiece because this, this cigar honestly is really well known for its almond nuttiness, its cinnamon spice characteristic. It has a little bit of a honey caramel sweetness to it. And so I was really excited when I was able to find uh, such a great list of uh, complimentary flavors that go with pineapple that I was able to find in this cigar. Um, so uh, yeah, I like what you said though about, about your pairing. I'm excited to hear how, how you think it's going. Um, but uh, but I, I, I was quite studious in trying to find, because honestly, I, I, a pineapple coconut, somewhat sweet cocktail, I was a little bit concerned about having it overrun a cigar that would be too light and having something that would have the spice to kind of cut through and be complimentary where they would have similar intensity and, and, and good flavor uh, pairing opportunities. So uh, so that's how I made my selection. And uh, obviously, as we smoke through and drink through, uh, we'll, we'll try and discern which one of our pairings is, are the best. But we look forward to hearing as we go from Jordan. So please go, go down there at the bottom right next to the, uh, the comment bar. Make your vote known and let us know who you think hit it out of the park and pick the better pairing. And just to Sorry. remind everybody, oh, dang it, well, I my spot. <laughs> just as a, well, just a quick second. Uh, just before you hit that vote button, remember that we didn't have a show last week because of Randy. Mm. <laughs> I'm going Stop. to, uh, I'm going to do an update, you know, maybe in five, 10 minutes. And then that way you guys can see, Oh, that guy shouldn't be winning. That's crazy. Let's switch this up and we can pander more. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It wasn't Randy's fault. It was only partly Randy's fault. It was all Jordan's fault. <laughs> uh, well, COVID, but, yeah. I, I was, COVID I was sitting everything. right here 
in the studio waiting to get started when I found out that we weren't going to have a show. That is was, a, for, for some reason. Lie. I was like, for some like, reason, eight hours before the show, I was I sitting here ready to go. I was like deathly so sick, like funny. debating, like, can I somehow run the show? And I was like, ah, maybe. And then Randy was like, I'm sick. And I was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the, it was the shortest conversation ever. Uh, but uh, no, it was. It, I think it was. It was the right thing to do, especially with Jordan uh, feeling the way that he was. I had no idea that Jordan wasn't was right. feeling under the weather last week. So I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh yeah, uh, Randy. Let's uh, let's jump in here. Um, first of all, do you get a lot of pineapple from this? Do you have, do you get a lot of pineapple flavor here? So let's let's start with the ice comment from Jordan first, because I think that plays into your question. Um, first and foremost, at 12.5%, like these things, I've been known on the back nine to crack <laughs> one of these and start pounding it straight out of the can. But I honestly do recommend uh, at, at this higher ABV, again, you know, Cutwater has a, a line of vodka sodas and a couple other uh, pre-made cocktails that are at the nine range. They drink much easier out of the can. 12.5, they get a little bit sweet. They get a bit, little bit hot. And so, uh, so I recommend it over ice. Now, in the version that both Robbie and I have over ice, I would say that this sweetness is quite subdued. The the pineapple is is apparent, but not overpowering in any way. And the coconut is, I mean, you really only get the coconut as you breathe out. Yeah, you know, after you've already swallowed it, like on the breath out, you get that. It's on a retro, note. yeah, a weird, yeah, yeah, a, a weird retro beverage coconut. retro that I was that didn't even know I did. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 definitely on it, it, the coconut lingers. Um, I feel like the the pineapple is there up front. You get a little blast of it, and I think blast is way too. You get a, a couple pokes in the shoulder, as I was saying earlier, to stick with that. Uh, it, it taps you on the shoulder a couple of times, and then and then it's more of just an, a nice rum flavor. Yeah. Um, almost like a, it's almost tastes spiced rum, but not quite. Uh, it's definitely not like a, like a, uh, Diplomatico or something like that, but no. it's <clears throat> more of a Bacardi style, uh, rum flavor. And, um, and that's, and it's really nice. And then one, and then on the, the, the post game is uh, definitely coconut. So it's, it is, it's interesting that the, the flavors hit you so differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's odd that something that just really it just comes out of a can, and it's hard for me to honestly take it seriously as a cocktail that just pops right out of a can. But it's damn good, and it has a certain amount of complexity to it. And the same thing that you said earlier, I was I really didn't want to. Uh, I was really concerned about body with this because we, I mean, truth be told, we we went through several of these when we were in Vegas, and I don't remember what I was smoking at the time. But I do remember there was uh, one cigar that was that got completely run over by it. <clears throat> it had to be a, had to have been in Connecticut. I don't remember what it was. Um, and then I had another cigar that completely destroyed it. So I wanted to make sure I got somewhere in that sweet spot. And I wanted to go with a bit more body than um, <clears throat> than average, which is why I went with the the L40. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a lot going on with something that's. You just buy in a four pack and you don't have to make it, which just still kind of blows me away. But um, anyway, Randy, tell us a bit about this whole RTD movement, how we we all got excited about. Well, nobody got excited about seltzers. None of us did anyway. Some people did. And then that that kind of came and went. And uh, now we're in the uh, the age of the ready to drink cocktail. Yeah. So. um so, but I, I, I want to say I, I like how you described all that there. I, I think that's totally right on. I think uh, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff just pointed out that the ice. 
sickness. I think that's the idea. I think the, yeah. these drink a little, little heavy on the sweetness, uh, straight out of the can. Um, definitely recommendable to to drink over over a glass of ice. What about and, blending? And it's them? still po- could you like pour out the can and blend it? Like just to give with it that, a, just to give it that frothed like up, you know, blend it with ice. Oh, oh, a blended drink. Oh, I think this would, I think this would be plenty strong enough in both flavor and alcohol to stand up to to a blended uh, treatment. Um, I think that's really what we wanted to showcase uh, a little bit. As as uh, you know, Ro- Robbie was the one that that picked the mai tai for this first one. But we wanted to showcase that you know, Cutwater is making craft cocktails that are like you know drink like. Like you would expect your bartender to mix you at a bar. Um, matter of fact, I, I was on a, a trip to Tennessee recently, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, everyone knows it's in the news. You know, the labor shortage. I think that's been uh, so specifically to the service industry. You know, bartenders and and uh, hosts and hostesses and and waiters and waitresses have been some of the harder positions to to refill over the last two years. And uh, and and the distributor that I was working with there in Tennessee actually made a whole effort to go to liquor bars and pitch these as an option if you're understaffed and you can't have your bar your bartender you don't have a bar back anymore your bartender doesn't have the time to be mixing drinks from scratch all the time bring in a few of these boom you got margaritas you got bloody marys you got mai tais done. You know, you got gin tonics, and so a lot. Um, at least the bar, the distributor I was working with, was really pushing a lot of bars to go towards um, y- utilizing these in the on-premise at a bar setting, where someone orders a margarita, just pour it out of the can. I mean, heck, if you've ever noticed what they use at uh, at the airport when you try and order a drink, you think they're really making simple syrup from scratch? Come on, people. Uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of akin to the idea of of uh, batch cocktails. Like you get in in the morning and whatever your most popular cocktails are, you make whatever a batch is, a couple gallons of it or what have you. Uh, And that way they've just got it kind of on tap almost. Uh, This would uh, even cut the uh, cut. This would even cut the uh, that work time down a little bit, too. It's an interesting idea, although I'll tell you, if I went to a bar and I ordered a Mai Tai and they brought me this and they didn't tell me that this is what I was ordering. Yeah, I'd probably be a little disappointed. They, yeah. I would want them to tell me, hey, we've got, we've got Cutwater Mai Tai that's, you know, just as good and it's a buck cheaper or whatever. Right. Uh, there'd have to be an angle there, but it's interesting take. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but, but that being said, I mean, you know, the margarita, I, I go crazy over the Bloody Mary, I go crazy over. I think both of those serve to you, sight unseen, you would not know the difference. You would probably assume probably that they fair, use yeah. the right ingredients. Um, but but all that being said, you know it, it's uh, it's one of those things that that, that uh, you know I've really looked into. Why is this so popular uh, right now? And and if you g- turn back to the you know jump the wayback machine a little bit, you'll see hey, message is back. Um, so uh, but well, welcome back. He just came from from real palm trees and and tropical weather. Um, but. Uh, but if you if you jump the wayback machine, you'll find you know ten to twelve years ago, uh, the craft cocktail 
uh, trend really started in the bars. And we started getting these high-end craft cocktail bars where the bartenders started using wax on their mustaches and wearing leather aprons. And, and you know, it, it became a much more sophisticated engagement and scenario where people could go and, and feel kind of artisanal and like they were doing something a little bit more authentic than just ordering a Bacardi and Coke, which was really like what – what what we had uh, before the craft cocktail movement was really like one to two two you know additional mixers going into it with uh, alcohol there jack and cokes and uh, crown and uh, seven and sevens you know those were the those were the cocktail call outs of the day and then you fast forward to you know like i said 10 to 12 years ago you really start getting into these uh, you know ginger whiskey drinks that have you know, not not only more different ingredients, but uh, local ingredients and exotic ingredients that that really like put a different spin on it and made again gave people a more interesting uh, experience, something more to talk about. There's not a lot to say about your cocktail when you're ordering a Jack and Coke. No offense to anyone that enjoys Jack and Coke. I'm just saying that you know, adding a you know a an exotic fruit or, or different ingredient to, to just kind of give it a little different spin became really, really popular. And so, um, back then there, there already were pre-made cocktails and cans. You know, if you remember the club drinks had the fuzzy navels, you know, you had Boone's, uh, you know, wine company making the, you know, uh, beverages that, that had cocktail type call out sex on the beach was Arnold's, always popular. Arnold's and James. The Bartles and James wine coolers, they leaned into those flavors, but, but those were very, very low quality spirits, very high in sugar and additives. They were just, you know, they were the Capri sons of the, of the cocktail industry, right? (laughs) It was, it's not not like when it says, you know, 10% real juice included, like what the hell's the other 90%, right? (laughs) Um, so, so you know, that's kind of how I think of you know where pre-made cocktails were before this uh, this new kind of trend uh, came into place, and um, and what's great, you know, it, it was interesting. You know, you mentioned, you know, you weren't sure if you were going to find these at the stores that sold alcohol or beer because there are some states that still separate uh, those two um, those two types of alcoholic beverages. And what you'll find if you go back to uh, if you go from state to state, the laws differ. Some states are actually allowing these to be carried by bars and restaurants that only have a beer and wine license. That is a big deal. Right. Exactly. Because this is made with again, this is made with award winning real rum. And uh, Randy, did you want to like to see a reaction like this? What? Yes. When you said that? Yes, that's. That's it. That's the one. It, they well, it are is, exactly. This go. is a big deal because what 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 you'll find is um you know for people that don't know beer and wine licenses are are combined. So when you can care, when you can sell beer, you can virtually always also sell wine. But to have a spirit license is a whole nother endeavor. It's a lot more money. They're they're controlled depending on the state that you're in, a whole different way. So there's some states and some cities and municipalities that have quotas and say, you know, based on how many schools we have, based on how many people we have, we think it's appropriate for us to have no more than 20 locations that can sell hard liquor. And they cap it at that. 
And then what you see is that those liquor licenses, once they they get you know uh, assigned to a business, that business decides to close or goes out of business, they get to sell that on the secondary market. Those literally can go for up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like because, whiskey. What's that? Just like whiskey. Just like whiskey. All right. Anchovies. Um, so, uh, Jeez, Randy. I can, I, I can <laughs> Give it to too. him. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, I, I, I'm just saying that, that you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal because these are still like kind of a new thing. And as, as the like different state um, organizations learn how to, to manage them and how, how to police them, they've, some have, have chosen to let them uh, exist in beer and wine spots, which again, it's a big deal. There's a much higher profitability when you're selling spirits, you get a different demographic. Um, it changes your business model considerably when you can have a spirit on 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 a uh, site and you may not you know you may be in an area where they're already maxed out on liquor licenses and there just isn't one available maybe you're on the the wait list but it could be years before one becomes available so these rtds are are paving a new path for these beer and wine liquor holders you know whether it be a restaurant or a liquor store to be able to carry something with a little little more umph have real spirits in it. So it's a really interesting time that, that these are becoming so popularized. And um, yeah, that's, that's, so that's, that's, that's ready to drink, obviously, right? RTD yeah. is ready to drink cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. It, we used to call them pre made cocktails. I don't know when RTD became the, the new standard, okay. uh, but the industry standard to, to call them now is, is ready to drink. Uh, RTDs. Yeah. Uh, quick update. Um, we are working with in this in the polls. Uh, Randy's mm-hmm. up sixty eight percent to Robbie. So it's it sounds 32%. about right to go yeah. with to go with a a Dominican cigar for a uh, for a tropical type of drink. I, I get that. I I don't know that the pairing's better. I, I haven't smoked yours, but um, but I, it makes sense to me. I, the fans are letting me down, but you know, whatever. Guys, right. well, no, I, and again, this is this isn't almond, you know, cinnamon, or really, you know, accentuate pineapple. If 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 you were making a a pineapple strudel, what's what's going on there? You know, you've got your, almonds, your, yeah. your 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 bread crust, you've got your almonds, you've got your cinnamon, and, and you know that these are, you know, I won't say I cheated, but I, but I took the easy approach, like. These are the flavors that go well with pineapple in general. And I was, you know, lucky enough to be able to find a cigar in my humidor that um, that that w- would present uh, those same flavor characteristics. And and, and I will say, you know, early not voting yet, but the early signs are this is working out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So far, the returns are pretty good. Uh, for me, when when you say you find that that almond note in a cigar. Mm. Um, I, that's not really a flavor that I pick out all that much um, when I, I'd, I'd be curious to see if I even if I've ever mentioned that in a review, because mm. I think I think with the, the flavor that you're talking about, I perceive it more as like nougat. OK, and it's it's a bit almost like a marzipan. I know yeah. I use that. Yeah. Uh, and marzipan definitely has almond in it, but it's yeah. it's definitely on that almond sweeter. Base. It's yeah. It's diff- we had uh, we had that on our well not on our on the wedding cake we wanted to have was uh, coated with was a princess cake which has a marzipan, but you can't get marzipan to be say tiramisu making oh, out I do, I do with like to. marzipan. I, I, 
So, so, I'm so, sorry, so, but so there's. So well, we're. <laughs> I, I I didn't get it, but thank you for contributing. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, but the point I was going to make, the point I wanted to make real quick, was that when I when I think of that flavor in a cigar, and I assume we're talking about kind of the same thing, it to me it's much more of a sweeter component, and I, I didn't want to add sweetness sure. to uh, to the drink. That's to the pairing. There's I, I don't get a ton of of sweetness out of this, and if I do, it's more of like a dark chocolatey kind of sweetness. So it's got more of a an earthy vibe to it. Um, that was, so that's when, when you say almond, I understand what you mean. And I, I know it makes total sense, but with that flavor, that almond flavor that comes from cigars to me tends to lean on that sweeter side. Sure. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, you, you know, I do find this cigar to be uh, quite nutty, you know, and it, nutty is one of those terms, you and I have talked about this over the uh, course of the four seasons we've been doing the show. Um, oh, well, how did that- we not get that? Uh, just so everyone knows, uh, Jordan is apparently drunk because he can't <laughs> taste how much of the drink he's actually had. But hold on to your seats, folks, because, man, have I got some news for you. If you haven't heard, our sponsor, Drew Estate Cigars, is giving away a Bitcoin, a single Bitcoin, valued as high as $68,000. And the crypto nerds think it could go way higher than that. What's truly exciting is that you still have a chance to win. All you have to do is tune in to Freestyle Live on Facebook at 7 p.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday, make a comment, and you could be $68,000 richer. Your last chance to win this unbelievable prize is happening on January 20th. And if that wasn't enough, I have another huge announcement. It's back. For the 16th consecutive year, Smokey and Cigars presents America's Great Cigar Event, The Great Smoke 2022. This year's event, dubbed The Last Luau, is an event truly like no other. Co-hosted by Michael Herklotz of Ferry Otego Cigars and the remarkably stunning Kim Keeney, known by her Instagram followers as Schmokini, will take place on Saturday, February 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This event will be the place to be in the cigar industry. I mean, anyone, who's anyone, is going to be in attendance. And it only gets better from there. There will be amazing raffle prizes every hour. Not to mention the manufacturer exclusives from the likes of Agonorsa Leaf, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Room 101, Espinosa Cigars, and more. But I promise this will be a bigger event than any you've ever heard of. So that's just the beginning. Were you hoping for more? Well, as it turns out, it's really a four-day celebration. Thursday is the kickoff party hosted by Alec and Bradley Rubin. Friday is the pre-party. Anybody else lose sound? Uh, no, that's Randy. Randy, I think we lost you. That's unfortunate. Dang it. He's right really, in the middle of the read. He's really going to town, too. And he's still talking. Yeah, we lost you, dude. We lost, we lost the audio.
Yeah, it's it's dead air at this point, but uh, it's uh, we can't hear you. But uh, it was great. The part that ah, I heard, he was killing it. And Did and you know, I was gonna as the even as the <clears throat> Russian judge, I was gonna give him a nice healthy score because oh. I threw him off his game. Didn't even yeah, let him. You did. I didn't even you let him read. You know, do it the natural way. Sometimes, as a producer, you see you that it's. Sneak in. You know, forty-five minutes in, you gotta. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whoa, I think we got. We got uh, to, it's oh, Master Sensei oh, back in the house. Surprise hey. visit here. That's right, baby. <laughs> I ain't jacking around anymore. I'm back. You look so Welcome like back. leisurely. I do. Yeah, you, you look. You look relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, I am. You've been after flying halfway across the country. You look pretty good. Yeah, it's been a long day, you know, travel day, whatnot. But did you get a couple of pints at the uh, airport this morning? I did. I did. I did get a couple pints at the old Cigar City Brewing. There's Randy. uh, Anyways, it was great, man. Um, So we've got. uh, I know Randy was talking about this upcoming event, and I think we've got a promotion that we're doing. About that, right? Oh yeah, so Friday, uh, Friday this Friday, two days from today, Abe Debabna will be on the show, Smoke Night Live, and we're gonna give away a ticket to the Great Smoke. So you can pick um, if you wanna, if you're in Florida or you wanna fly down, you could do an in person. But if you can't make it down there, then you could pick the uh, virtual ticket. So whoever wins, can it's their choice. They can uh, pick whatever they want. So, yeah, giving away a, uh, a great smoke ticket. It's going to be super cool. So with this event, you can, you can go in person, but there's also a virtual component to it as well? Right. So like last year, it was all virtual because of COVID and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. So, but everybody liked that so much that um, Abe didn't want to just throw that away. So there's a virtual component this year as well as the in-person thing. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, you, you open up your audience, like, hugely. Randy, yeah. can, are you with us? I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that last 15 seconds? That, like, was, uh, that was meant to... Uh, what happened? That was meant to be the greatest read of all time. I was going to give it you some stellar scores. Oh man, I was I, I I I had I had some really nice nuggets in there, some <laughs> Easter eggs. It was gonna be amazing. Um, nuggets and eggs, huh? Oh, you don't always man. see nuggets. Technical and eggs. difficulties. Did, that's, did that's, Andre that's... Andre unplug your computer? Something like that. Unfortunately, uh, I got so excited <laughs> during the read, I kicked the plug out of it. <laughs> Now, I, yes. I asked the, the, ask the general audience to remember that while you're voting tonight. Uh, that, uh, that, that Randy gave us a bunch of dead air. Uh, do you want to finish? Do you have? Yeah. Did you, did you get through? You could. You could give us the nuggets. I know the moment has passed. Why don't but, you do uh, the uh, smoke in part? Get back of it? into. You know. Yeah, give us the smoke like in. Part. Yeah. Well, you want me to do? Uh, I could do. Uh, you know. Before you get started, I want to point out that you're wearing the exact same thing live that you are in the graphic for Randy's it, Reads. It's the same Stetson Fedora, different shirt, but just oh, the same. Close enough. Uh, but <laughs> I promise that this would be a bigger event than you have ever heard of. So that's just the beginning. Were you hoping for more? 
Well, as it turns out, it's a four-day celebration. Thursday is the kickoff party hosted by Alec and Bradley Rubin. Friday is the pre-party hosted by Rocky Patel, followed by a special luau version of the infamous Red Meat Lovers Club Dinner, hosted by none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Saka himself. Then, on Saturday after the main event, will be the after party hosted by Robert Caldwell. Also, Saturday will be the after after party at the Spearman Rhino Gentlemen's Club hosted by Recluse Cigars. And if you can still stand straight up, come Sunday, you're invited to the post-party brunch hosted by Rainier Lorenzo of HVC Cigars. You do not want to miss this opportunity to be part of the premium cigar industry. Go to thegreatsmoke.com and get your tickets today. Oh. I, I think that's pretty doggone good. Dang. Oh. Nice recovery. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny. There was somebody, I, I don't know who said it. Was it, uh, was it Chad that said, wouldn't it be funny if he kicked the cord out again? Yeah. And I just texted Jordan, hey, Jordan, hit the mute button on him. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to do it again, but uh, I was too late. Am I still? Well, uh, I, my screen is still frozen. All right, I guess I'm. That's all right. I'll bow it's out. It's a good look, though. You, you got the. Look, that's a cool. Yeah, if you're going. gonna freeze at any frame, that's a good yeah. one. It's. It, it could be worse. Yeah. Uh, Randy, well done. Nothing's ever gonna beat the read you did in Spanish. That was the best one <laughs> that we've ever. I we've ever you I did, did read in Spanish. You did the read. Well, I, I I don't know if you did it in English and Spanish. I'm guessing. Oh, Joe checking in. Nine point three. Oh, uh, Bill yeah, Powers. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, it, it, you get credit like if you stop uh, and then start again. It's That's well done. And you, you picked up the same energy. It was tough. Well, well, I'll tell you, if nothing else, my little uh, faux pas over here forced Master Sensei himself <laughs> to get on the mic and save the show. So, so it was worth it just for that. Great to see you, Master Sensei. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Psyched to be back, man. Look how Psyched ready he is. Yeah, man. I got yeah. a lot of beach, a lot of beach time, a lot of sun. Got a lot of sun. It was it was an amazing trip. I did the Cigar Heritage Festival. Did the whole Davidoff thing. How was the festival? Is it good? I've never been. You know what's kind of cool about really. the festival is, um, you know, you normally go to these events and it's all like the big guys. You have like all the big manufacturers, but at the Cigar Heritage Festival, it's really mainly these little small factories in Ebor and the you know that they get a chance to sort of shine so you have like you know booths of guys rolling cigars and that kind of thing you only have a few big manufacturers you got Fuente and and JC Newman cuz they kind of help put the whole thing on um did you go see the uh Bat Hotel that's going to be that's infested with 10,000 bats. No, I didn't, but she showed me that. What? See, actually I've known about that for a long time, but I was Ooh. I was legally um, bound <laughs> to not say anything. So I want to go like, get a tour of it before or they get rid of all yeah. the bats. Yeah. So, so real quick, just for those Randy's confused, so some people may not know what's going on. JC Newman has have they did they just purchase the hotel or have they owned it Last for a while? Year. They they they've actually owned it for like a year or so. And um, and they're, they're going to bring this thing back to life. It's a, a hotel near. It's it's near their factory. It's I like assume. right across the street. Eric, yeah, yeah. You could probably talk about it better than I could. But they they recently posted uh, on their social media because they have a fantastic uh, uh, digital media manager over there. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because she gets mad at me if I say it wrong. 
but it is uh, they are they are re they're they're gonna like take there's like ten thousand bats that live in there they're gonna take them and like move them somewhere else. Yeah, they, well, I gotta ask. They can't I mean, kill them. See, I would I would just kill. You don't know the digital <laughs> manager's name. Do you have a uh, like a a uh, nickname for her by any chance? <laughs> I I don't. Okay, I don't. Yeah, Spark plug. <laughs> She's she's spunky. She's I'll give you that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of her, so I, I don't want to say her name in the in the event that I would say it wrong. Although she's like I four foot eleven, bro. What are you scared of? <laughs> telling you, it's like it's you're getting punched, but you're getting punched with tiny little bats. Hey, like it's, you know, bat punch. You guys, real quick, and then I'll let you guys finish the show. But I just want to say this. Speaking of J.C. Newman, they treated me and April to a Tampa Bay Lightning game. And club-level oh. seats, all the drinks were free, the food was free, you're in this gorgeous arena, and there's a stinking J.C. Newman cigar lounge right there in club-level, and you can <laughs> buy cigars and smoke cigars and watch the hockey game. It was amazing! Like, you can't do that in Colorado? Come on! It was fantastic. The only way you could beat that is make it a baseball game. Uh, Other than that, I'm trying to have fun, uh, Robbie. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be exciting. Now, actually, you know what? Baseball probably would be good because you wouldn't even care about the game. You'd just be smoking. <laughs> it's so boring. You'd just be like, ah, yeah, I'll have like four it would, cigars. It would be it's it would be perfect. You could you could chomp down a couple of cigars. You get a couple of robustos done in there. Squeeze a hot dog in the middle. I mean, you'd be pretty. You'd be doing pretty damn good. Hockey's hockey's fine, but. If that were if you were at a baseball game, that's when you that's when you know you're living. <laughs> All right, go well, on. I'll tell I'll tell you, you know, a couple of things that I did want to say because I, I did so much darn work on this uh, on this read that I completely botched. But uh, <laughs> but 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 if you if you didn't check out the Great Smoke last year, and and I gotta I gotta, I gotta give Abe Dababna credit. Um, you know, I've thought a lot about that. You know, this whole term "annual." Uh, anyone that knows me and has been around me uh, uh, when it comes to events, I've got this pet peeve. There's no such thing as a first annual. It just doesn't exist. Um, what, what, first what annual, is, baby. There, there is a the promise of more to come. There is an inaugural event, and then a second annual, third annual, fourth annual, and so on. There's literally never, ever, ever. In any situation, a, a right way to use first annual it doesn't exist. Just like there's no top and bottom fermentations, it's all. Aren't there. you like and forgiven though, if you say, if you did the first annual and then you come out with the second? Well, ah, I'm no, still frozen. And then once you come out with the second one, aren't you forgiven for the first? Because you were right. No, no, it was an inaugural event. Right. It's an inaugural event. It's the first of its kind. It means it's what an inauguration is. Inaugural means the first of its kind. Anyhow, I, I digress. Um, so there's a but, president involved. So I, I've, I've thought a lot about <laughs> this with 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 you know all the events that have been canceled over the last two years. That I I notice everyone's still calling their events annual events. They're no longer annual events, folks. You missed a year. You have to start over. That's how it works. It's just how it works. What would you Anyhow, say then? It's a, I, you, you know what I would say? This year should be nothing but inaugural events. No, I, here's, what, here's what I would say. We should move on. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, we, but I, I got to give Abe DeBabnik credit because he worked so hard to make sure that he didn't miss a year. He turned his whole event virtual. If you didn't see it last year, you missed out on, on such a cool thing. And they set up a, they set up a, uh, a movie-style set 
uh, you know, it looked like the Johnny Carson show. You know, he, he sat at the big desk. He had the chairs. He had a live audience. He had co-hosts out with microphones. And it was it was a heck of a uh, production. So I just didn't want to let it go by. You know, Eric said he didn't want to kill that because people liked it. It was a massive success. And so, you know, the investment I'm sure it took, you know, and the time and the resources that his team put into that. Um, I'm so glad to see that that's going to continue on if you aren't able to make it. But again, this is four days of some of the, the best cigar event activity going on. Again, when I said that these other side events and early events are being hosted by these other uh cigar manufacturers, there's going to be prizes given away. There's going to be raffles given away. There's going to be a day of the deal. There's going to be deals of the day. There's going to be cocktail deals. I mean, seriously, if you haven't taken a vacation, you need to you need to plan some time. Get down to Miami in, in February and make this the priority of all the events you do for 2022. All right, I'm done. I, I don't disagree with that. I agree with Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff that you lost about a point and a half off of your score from the read uh, with the inaugural versus uh, first annual nonsense. Um, uh, nobody can market. Nobody can market the way that Ab that Abe markets. Like he just like in this industry, is there anybody like Drew Estate is probably the closest when it comes to the way that that they market things. Uh, they he's he's on a different level. And uh, honestly, and, and I totally agree with Randy, I've never actually been to the event, but if this is one that you're actually, if you're going to go to, or you want to do one event this year, this should be the one. Um, and I think I need to, I need to swoop up one of those uh, digital tickets. I can't make it out there physically, but uh, I do need to uh, get involved with the, the digital event, but <clears throat> let's get back and check in on these pairings. Randy, I, while you were doing your second read, I was able to get a little more ice hey, and crack open. I don't uh, like those ice cubes, though, Robbie. Those are that's amateur hour on the ice cubes. <laughs> but, but it's just ice cubes from the fridge. What do you want? That's like a like a ice cube out of the '70s or something. Come on, let's see a <laughs> craft cube in there, bro. Oh, Jordan, <laughs> you, you want one of the big, like clear ice cubes? Yeah, yeah, that's not too much in this glass. A square or a sphere? That's that's all that's allowed in Jordan's uh, world. Okay. Otherwise, okay. otherwise you're just. You're just cooling your beverage, and what's what's the point of that? Um, so yeah, I was able to uh, to sneak in round two here. Uh, so far, this pairing is working out pretty much the way that I anticipated. I wanted uh, a cigar that had a bit more uh, body to it, had some a little bit of earthy notes. I was going for more contrasting as opposed to complementary. So I'm glad that we went in very different directions. Uh, and honestly, Randy, I feel bad that I kind of. I always pick my pairing, and then it kind of dictates what you have to do. So I'm glad that you were able to find something that you wanted to do. And, and I think you would have done – you probably would have chosen this cigar regardless of what I picked. But um, yeah, the, the, the little bit of, of spiciness that I'm getting on that retrohale, again, it's that red pepper spice, so it's a little bit hotter. But it's not, it's not overpowering in this uh, – the L40 that I'm smoking – it's very nice, kind of cut through some of the sweetness that you get from the drink, um, and the the uh, the the richness of and the body of the cigar, pairing very very well as far as uh, body is concerned. Intensity uh, is spot on between these two. How's everything going on your side of things? Yeah, no, this this is everything that uh, that it should have been. Uh, you know, in when written down in a textbook, it's. It is a textbook perfect pairing. Honestly, the intensity is right on. The cinnamon and the almond notes are, are playing so well with the pineapple. Again, it's 
there isn't there isn't really sweetness in the cigar. It does have like this kind of honey like flavor to it, but it doesn't come across as sweet in any way. It uh, it's pairing perfectly with this. This is a, a, a hands down thumbs up. This goes in the book as one of the best pairings I've ever done this show. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I, yeah. I I wouldn't I'm go that serious. far, um, but uh, I would say I definitely go a thumbs up on mine as well. I think the thing that we can uh, glean from this is that this type of of cocktail i think a lot of rum based cocktails if you don't mm. get too weird with the other flavors that are coming in there's something about that sweetness that earthy sweet that uh, sugar cane sweet that you get from rum that just goes so well with tobacco and i think we talked about this when we did the uh, eloso from our show where it was like what's the no brainer pairing and you guys were talking about how everybody seems to think that it's scotch and cigars because it just seems kind of hoity-toity, pink, pinkies up kind of situation. Um, but, I mean, rum-based stuff, man, is really, really hard to beat. Even if it's a clear rum and you're mixing it with uh, lime and mint and you're going with a mojito, it still works really, really well. There's something about that earthy sugarcane sweetness that, and, and, and I say earthy, relatively speaking, it's not you know super earthy, right? But it's it's not just a plain sugar sweet. It's that... There's something about that sugarcane sweet that really just works well with spice, the earthiness, the woodiness, the nuttiness that you're going to get out of, you know, most of cigars. As long as you're not going with something that's a real light Connecticut, I, I think you're pretty well on the road to having a, at least a decent pairing, if nothing else. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, like you said, you, you know, r- rum isn't made with table sugar, like a refined sugar. It's, you know, sugar cane is unrefined. It has heavier, um, heavier sugars. Like, as a matter of fact, to refine sugar, the byproduct is molasses. So that molasses is still mixed Sucked in there. there. Yeah, yeah exa- exactly. So it's not as heavy as molasses because that's more of an, a concentrated version of it. But it has that, that depth of flavor, that, that, that richness of, of sugary sweetness. Uh, somebody just posted a question. Have you had the Old Forester Mint Julep? And it, it it comes, I think it comes in like a full-size bottle. Yeah. And it is a pre-made mint julep. I know that uh, Ooh. Um, we should maybe try to track that down because we do need a fourth oh. for this this segment. We can, uh, we've announced three ep- three episodes. We haven't announced a fourth. Mint one, maybe some... for some reason, I, I still can't pull myself up on the screen, but for some reason, That's okay. mint cocktails, I don't think... Play well with the pre-mixers that they they get on this like. It tastes synthetic. Yeah, I don't know why they can't do it. We could try it anyway. But we could try it. Yeah, of course. We could. We could. Uh, But I I think that uh, um, what's the one with the wax on top? Maker's Mark does one as well. They have one with the green wax that has. It's like a pre-made mint julep. Those usually come out around uh, the Kentucky Derby is when I've seen them uh, available for the most part. They're probably they they made drink of the Kentucky Derby. 100%. Hundred um, percent. So that's I haven't tried that. And I, was that Tanner Cole that asked that yeah. question? Has anybody tried that? Have guys, have you tried that? I haven't. No, no. I've I've never actually even seen the old Forester version. I, I know that there is one, but I've never tried it. I was just curious since you posted that question up if anyone's tried any of those pre-made. But I, I think that uh, I, I anything that I've had that's pre-made that includes mint, uh, Jordan, like you were saying, it just it tastes like like a stick of chewing gum, and it's a yeah. little. It's, it's almost much. off-putting, yeah. A synthetic, like a like a, a mint candy green. or something, yeah. <laughs> Spearmint, something like that. It always it's always over the top. Right. I've never tried it. I I would imagine if uh, 
uh, a brand like Old Forester is going to put that in a bottle. It must be, yeah, it was cheap. It's 25 bucks. Yeah, because it's, it's a pre-mixed cocktail the way I understand it. Now, if I'm wrong, I, I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, you know, tell me. But, um, yeah, I've never tried it. I'd be curious uh, to see what, uh, what people think about it. I've never, I've never even seen that one. I've seen the, the Maker's Mark one a, a few times, but it's, it tends to be seasonal, at least around here. Um, anyway, so well, I, I, I oh, did, you and I talked about um, selecting the fourth. You and I had uh, discussed selecting a fourth, so I actually had something. I haven't uh, announced it to you uh, quite yet, um, but announced I do right have now. an idea. Right now, breaking news. <laughs> Perfect. So I was going off of some of the top-selling uh, ready-to-drink cocktails in America, and gin and tonic mm. uh, com- comes up pretty highly on that. Um, I, I Obviously, we're not going to do uh, cut water again, but I will uh, – I will, give you my selection for brand of, of pre-made gin and tonic tomorrow. And, uh, and th- that's what I was thinking that we, we would go with for our fourth. You want to go ahead and announce what are we doing next week? So next week, Randy, we've got it's, and I don't have it here with me. I should have it. It is a pre-made ready to drink. It even says that right on labels is ready to drink. Ooh. And it comes in a gigantic jug. Shockingly from our good friends at Costco. It's Kirkland brand pre-made margarita so that's going to be i've never had this uh when we brought it up uh, jordan brought it up said it was very good and a couple of other folks chimed in and said that it was good during the show a couple weeks ago uh so that's what we're going with for our for our next show after that i'm gonna have to rely on you boys i don't remember the brand name of the old-fashioned bar smith bar smith so this is a mix this is actually not a ready to drink cocktail so it's it comes in a little bottle, and you mix that. You have to add the bourbon yourself. So that's uh, Bar Smith. Is that correct? Randy? Yes. Okay, you're, <laughs> say, you're saying yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. So Bar Smith uh, um, Old Fashioned Mix is what we're going to go with for the third episode. And then the fourth episode is a be-named pre-made gin and tonic. Very nice. Now, with gin and tonics, Randy, I'm going to have to admit, I'm in a stunning turn of events. I'm kind of bougie with my uh, with my gin and tonics. I like to add different uh, additional botanicals to it. I like uh, I like to add a little bit of rosemary. I like a, a sprig. So this is a, if I'm make if I'm making a gin and tonic, right? Gin tonic. I don't even really measure it out. I just kind of eyeball it, and then I'm adding four to five crushed cardamom pods. Cardamom pods. And then a sprig of rosemary and a slice of grapefruit. That is my go-to gin and tonic. And I'll tell you what, it's transcendent. Whoa. <laughs> it is just friggin' it's it's delicious. Because you get there's so many aromatics. When when I think of botanicals, I think really more of aromatics as opposed to flavor. So there's so much aromatics going in there. You've got that sprig of rosemary that's knocking you in the nose. It's really it's 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 a terrible thing to add to a drink because it's it gets in the way. You you can't really mash up rosemary and shove it in there because otherwise then you taste it. It's way overpowering. But the aromatics from that rosemary, the cardamom pods add a little bit of, I call it an earthy kind of flavor. Uh, it's really more it's cabinet spice obviously, but it's more of a, it adds an earthiness to it. And then that slice of I don't squeeze uh, grapefruit juice in there, but just a slice of grapefruit. Mm. There's there's just a lot happening in that, and I really really enjoy it that way. So my my what what I think of for a gin and tonic is here, and and you're pitching me something down here. So we'll see what happens. Wow. 
guy likes his gin and tonics. I do. I somebody want to drink? Somebody I'm wake up, Randy. Because I, I think that's that's part of the journey uh, that I we're going to go through. Randy, <laughs> all right. Um, um, so I feel I'm like Randy's on a bit of a delay. Through <laughs> Maybe to see if these pre-made cocktails are are up to snuff with what, what you expect um, from, from a cocktail. Again, you know, with Bloody Mary um, mix, everyone that I know that uses a pre-made mix also likes to uh, add horseradish to it uh, or, or, or some oh, additional, really? you know, Tabasco. Um, and, and, and yeah, the argument I make with cut water is it's, it's ready to go just as it is. It needs no other addition. So, uh, hopefully I am going to surprise you with my selection of gin and tonic and hopefully it'll, it'll match that aromatic. Cause I, I totally agree with you. Aromatics is really what botanicals are all about. Um, and so, uh, so hopefully we can choose one that, uh, that meets your, uh, your, your liking. Now no, that's uh, perfect because oh, sorry. that's exactly what we're talking about when we when we're doing these. This segment is it's ready to drink cocktails. It's it takes right. all the work out of it. It takes all the thought out of it. You pop the can or you you twist off the cap. It just add ice and some of these and and the, the one we have to add our own bourbon. But uh, other than that, I mean it's it's kind of it takes the guesswork out of it. It's just you know if you want to have a, a you're having a party and you don't want to make a thousand cocktails, you just right. have these things available and it's great. Um, so I am, I'm no, I'm, I'm wide open to try a, a gin and tonic. We don't, we don't focus on gin a lot on this show. That'll be interesting. Right. Um, I'm thinking right off the bat, probably a Connecticut or maybe a Cameroon wrap cigar. I don't want to go with anything definitely, definitely a natural wrapper. I don't want to go too heavy on something like that, but we've got a couple weeks to think about it. Uh, Randy, uh, Derek Rose, I'm sorry. Randy will not be shotgunning. I'm going to speak for Randy on this one, and I'm going to make this decision. Randy will not be shotgunning one of these. I think he did when, like, the screen froze or something. He, he already did the shotgun. Oh, yeah, he already did. I, I yeah, did sure. one. I did yeah. one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why it's <laughs> taken him so long to respond. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we have a, a little bit of a weird delay. It's, but uh, this, yeah. this Cutwater, uh, I, I think, you know, we both had good pairings, and I think as long as you're, you're going with something this – I'm not a big Mai Tai guy, so maybe that's why I think these are so good. And I don't want to take away from it, but yeah. like I don't, I, I never go, I don't, I've never been to Trader Vic's and ordered a Mai Tai because that's where Trader Vic's is where everybody gets the Mai Tai, right? It's a big deal, at least out here on the West Coast. Um, so I've never really done the, 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 the Mai Tai. It's never been a go to drink for me. But once I had this, I thought, man, maybe I'm missing something. Because these, this is pretty delicious. It's super refreshing. It's great when you're in the pool and it's 117 degrees outside. I don't, I still don't know why we were doing that, but we did it, and we survived. And it's, you know, it makes for a good story. But um, that there's something about that rum, Randy, and I think that's what we're, we're, what I'm gleaning from this is there's something about that sugar cane sweet that just works so well with tobacco. It's with the bulk of tobacco that we're going to smoke. It just works so so well. And there's, if you want to go for a, a simple pairing that's going to work and probably get somebody's attention, maybe they, maybe they're not a big drinker, maybe they're not a big cigar smoker, but you can make something work with this. Uh, so yeah, I got the uh, final scores before we uh, sign off here. Uh, yeah, how how bad did I lose? Randy me? gained a, a few extra votes, and he's got seventy percent to Robbie's thirty percent. That's where we're gonna cut call it. I think it's yeah. That's Randy. It's a good win, 
I think I, I didn't even consider the idea of Dominican tobacco with a tropical drink. It makes so much sense when I say it. For whatever reason, it didn't pop into my head. Uh, but one thing I will say, I, I, I do think that this pairing is probably better than what uh, I brought to the table. But I will say that you can go a lot of different directions with this specifically, with this specific drink. Um, I, I'd stay away from, there's still a lot of Connecticut's that I would think would work. I mean, if you went with something like the uh, Rose of Sharon, Desert Rose, uh, yeah, help me out, Randy, with some Connecticut's that you think would work with this. That's the first one that pops to mind. But some, uh, but a Connecticut that's got a little bit of oomph to it. The porcelain, and anything maybe? above. Yeah, yeah, the porcelain that, Randy, you smoked out a couple weeks ago. That would probably work here pretty well, too. Or that uh, the black label, uh, the yellow jacket, right. that would work re- pretty well here, too, as well. So I think there's a lot that you can do with this particular beverage. Um, this is the kind of thing that I'm, I'm always going to have these in my fridge. It's and I, I mean, Cutwater isn't a sponsor. Randy, if you want to work on that, um, they're, they're not a sponsor of the show. But uh, there's there's a lot happening in this particular beverage that I think just works with a ton of cigars. Six and one black. Huh? Yeah. It's another good one. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I like what you said there. I think I think all that makes sense. But I think, you know, the, the people have spoken and clearly the very best pairing is a Don Carlos. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I, I completely. <laughs> Randy, enjoy the win. Camacho, Connecticut, that would work. I think, but I think what I'm just trying to say is that this is something that you can keep in your fridge and you can pop it open and you can pair with probably, with most of the people watching this show, probably 90% of what's in your humidor. Yeah, no, surprisingly so. Like, honestly, uh, on the surface, when you chose this one, I'm thinking pineapple and cigars, that's going to be tougher. Um, and, and, and yeah, once I started digging into what goes well with pineapple and I started seeing cinnamon, cardamom, clove, ginger, anise, uh, chocolate, hazelnut, yes. honey, you know, maple, peanuts, almonds, uh, it, 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 I'm, all of a sudden I'm, I'm reading a bunch of descriptors thinking, well, these are all pretty standard cigar descriptors yeah so yeah. uh so, so yeah I, th- I think you might be onto something i, th- I think this really really does make a, a great cigar pairing after all yeah it's it's crazy because i like honestly i never would have i never tanner come on now <laughs> like we're adults here i mean i'm i'm my, I'm, I'm halfway through my second 12.5 percent uh just one more look at the can here Ooh. but uh I, i'm just let's keep it above board. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am. I'm really, Randy. Seriously, I'm, I'm really glad that when we went to Vegas and we were walking through the grocery store, you were like, hey, we need to get these margaritas. We need to get these these Mai Tais from Cutwater. I was like, what the hell is that? I didn't even know what it was. And it's this is the kind of thing that's all this will always be in my fridge. Nice. And it's the kind of thing I can reach for, and I know that it's going to pair with the bulk of the stuff that I'm bringing out of my humidor. So uh, thank you for, for pointing that out. Looking forward to next week with the uh, Kirkland Costco. <laughs> All right, Tanner, you're welcome. Uh, Kirkland Costco pre-made margarita. That's going to be a little more interesting. What are, what are we going to do with this margarita? I haven't tasted it yet. I have a, I have a, a bottle of it in there, but I haven't cracked it open. Uh, cut water equals fun. That's absolutely. I would agree with that. It's just this whole idea of these these pre-made cocktails. Like you can have them at a tailgate. You can have them at a picnic. You can you're having a, a bunch of folks over for a barbecue and you don't feel like having a bar open. Just get you know a couple of 
a, a couple of different packs of different varieties of these. Like it's, it really is something that I can, I can easily get on board with this much more so than the, uh, the seltzer movement. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at you. I mean, I, I know we, we poke fun and make jokes, but you know, Robbie's got a, a really nice bar at his house. You know, it, it's important to him to, to have when he's entertaining and whatnot. And, and you know, Rob, depending on how many people you have over, you're, you could be, you know, kind, kind of your whole uh, social experience might be half the night bartending and just mixing the drinks for everybody. You're all having a good time. You're getting in the, in the mood and then poof. Half the the room's drinks are empty. You have to run back to the bar and start remixing again. So so I, I totally agree with you. I think, I think they make uh, for for a great shortcut to to a high high level experience of cocktails. You know, especially when socializing and uh, you know making two or three cocktails, no big deal. But you know, once once you're making ten and twelve, you you almost need a full time bartender at that point for your event, right? So, uh, so no, I, I like that point. You, you can, you know, step your game up, step out of, uh, out of beers and seltzers and into the cocktail world without all the muss and fuss and accoutrement. You know, you don't have to have the cardamom pods and the grapefruits and the rosemary sprigs on hand. You can just go grab yourself a gin and tonic and, and, and see how it goes, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I've been there where you, you spend the whole night. Uh, making drinks, you, right. you get this great Halloween costume on, and you just spend the whole time making freaking drinks. It's terrible, Randy. It's a sin that you have never been able to come to one of uh, uh, my and Dana's uh, Halloween parties because they're freaking legendary. Um, hopefully uh, next scary. year. Hopefully next year. Yes, indeed. Because because uh, Andre will be kind of old enough to be there and not be like afraid of what's going on. It's a good. Like it. It's a good intro for him to understand that. You know, you can enjoy, you know, things that scare you, that nobody's going to hurt you. It's a lot of fun. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, this is a lot of fun. I'm excited for next week. Uh, this Again, this rum Mai Tai, I just can't, I can't say enough about it from Cutwater. It's just, if, if you like pairing, you should really just grab some of these if you can find them. Um, and we already, t- Eric, give us a reminder or somebody give us a reminder of uh, what's happening. Smoke Night Live. We talked about it already. Abe's going to be here, but uh Give us one more uh, run through of, uh, of just a little taste, taste of what's happening this Friday. All right, so just real quick, uh, Friday, uh, Abe DeBabin will be on Smoke Night Live. We're going to give away a ticket to the Great Smoke. Uh, you can choose if you want to have an in-person ticket or if you want to have a virtual ticket if you can't make it down there. So it doesn't matter if you win. It doesn't matter that you can't make it down there. You can still do the virtual side of things. Plus... Guys, we're right in the middle of the 12 days of Christmas. Oh. We're giving away 12 boxes of Camacho Liberty Series 2020. I, I got to say, Dojoverse, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tad disappointed. I want to see some effort. I'm putting out these challenges. These are $400 boxes of cigars. We're giving oh, away what? one every single day for 12 days. And, I, you know, there's a couple guys that are putting in some effort. But for the most part, you know, I mean, this is a four hundred dollar prize. You gotta, you gotta put in some effort. You gotta work for it. Like, get my attention. Do something creative. I don't know. <laughs> do some crappy Photoshop. Whatever you gotta do, do something on some of these. Some of the challenges, like today, are just easy. You just gotta respond to a post. But I'm, I'm, yes, I'm admonishing the community just a tad Dang. because we mm. need a little. 
we need a little bit of effort, people. Like, you know, if we're going to do these kind of contests in the future, I want to see, you know, there was back in the day, Jordan. Throw a pie or something. Back in the day, we had guys that would go, (laughs) you know, we had 20, 30 guys that would go all out. They'd go all out. And now we've got like two guys. Come on, people. Let's, let's, Let's pick it up. I've got a question. Yes. I've smoked this cigar. This is a 2020 version, right? Mm-hmm. I've smoked this cigar, and it's freaking delicious. Can I win? Because <laughs> at I'm, this point, maybe. Comes to, Man, you know what? I to, when it comes to crappy Photoshop, I I feel like I'm kind of a king. I I would <laughs> love it if you would enter either way because you know Chad yesterday. Chad he he had the best entry, but. I couldn't give it to Chad because, you know, essentially he's kind of like an employee at this point. Like, he's writing reviews for us. So I didn't give it to Chad. Although I felt like I should have given it to Chad. Chad, if you're watching the show, you (laughs) deserved to win yesterday. And I feel bad. And you know what? For the rest of this contest, I may suspend that rule because... You know, if what? if if the dojo if, <laughs> if if the dojo versus Randy community is not going to go all out, I mean, how can I? How can I, uh, Jordan? How can I give away four hundred dollars worth of how? cigars every single day for twelve days? Somebody do the math on that Make one. Make me do it. I mean, if you let me compete, <laughs> open the door. I, I think compete, I think Randy and I Aaron. Randy and I need to go head to head when it comes to crappy Photoshop. Oh. Yeah, so, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna say this. When, when? I'm gonna say this right now. There, there will be at least one or two days where I'm gonna say, even employees can compete because they, all right, we, all right. let, let me know what day that is. We I'm need in. to show. We need to show the community. Hey, that we can try a little harder. We can try a little harder. Anyways, enough. Yeah, yeah, thir- yeah p- people uh, sh- show that you care. Go kidnap a reindeer or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randy does not speak for all of Cigar Dojo. We do not condone kidnapping. Um, but when it comes to like, if if we're talking about winning a full box of these cigars, these cigars are phenomenal. Dude. I will. I am. I am. I'm. I'm entering, and I. I just hope that I get a chance to win. Ooh. And if somebody beats me, go. that's fine. But if they don't, like, I don't. I don't want. I don't want the. Uh, I don't want that treatment of well, yours is best, but I can't pick you. No. If I if I pitch the best entry, I I, I expect to win. <laughs> Yeah. All right. And that's I think, I, I love it. I think starting uh should I start I'm gonna start Friday. Starting Friday, I don't care, employee or not, the best entries from Friday on are gonna win. And I'm suspending the employee thing because I feel bad for Chad already. Like he should have won yesterday. Anyways, enough. Is there any chance Eric, I got I got one very serious question. Yeah. Is there any chance that this weekend there will be a Hall of Fame induction? <laughs> <laughs> Just join in. <laughs> well, the kitten's well good. Done. Well done. Well done, Randy. Well done. I, I will be paying attention on Friday and, and figure out what the challenge is for that day, and I will, uh, I, I'm going to participate because this is a fantastic cigar. If you are uh, yep. not an employee, you should definitely be in on this. Uh, Randy, thank you for showing up this week. You've done a fantastic job. I appreciate your hat. And Randy for the Hall of Fame. Barry, you've had way too much to drink. Let's move on. Um, sorry. <laughs> Randy, it's just, not, it's just never going to happen. <clears throat> Although I do, I do kind of want a Randy for Hall of Fame t-shirt. I wear a medium. so, And I look really good in pink. So if you want to throw <laughs> one of those on there, I'll wear it every week, Randy. Just saying. Um, everybody, thanks for checking us out this week. This was a lot of fun. 
this this whole ready to drink cocktail thing is new for me. So it's it's like uncharted waters, uh, cut waters, yeah. whatever you want to talk about. It's uh, I, I'm excited. This so far it's off to a good start. I think it's going to go downhill from here, but you never know. You have to tune in to find out. We'll see you guys next week as the odyssey continues. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you all next Wednesday. Thank you.